did I just see a ghost? Ah, ah, ah. You know the blue people with the tails? Hey, good game, shooter. We transition from eh to ooh. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Down. I did a watch-along live stream of this Kansas State game. And so uh, more than – it wasn't just me hanging out on the YouTube. So it actually was a live stream. I want to thank everybody at the Basketball Podcast Network that helped. Uh, like, again, it's, like if you watch the, the live stream, there's technology involved. It's complicated. It's, it would be hard to really explain how to put a production like this together. But to everybody that checked it out, followed along at some point, that's a that's a big commitment. And some people were in for the long haul, and I appreciate that. But even if you went for five seconds and said, yep, this is not for me, I thank you. And so the next game for WVU is against Kansas that's going to be tough sledding. West Virginia has not beat Kansas in the Big 12 tournament. They were not close in two games this season. It is a bad matchup in a bad venue against one team who hasn't played since the weekend and one team that will have played a college basketball game less than 24 hours from the game against Kansas and it will be at 3 p.m. ish after the TCU Texas game on ESPN um uh, West Virginia has nothing to lose so we'll see what happens together until next time I'm Josh Witt this has been Unreasonable Doubt WBU for the 2021-2022 season they have 16 wins and 16 losses Hello from the studio in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Doubt. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt, and this is still episode 32, Kansas Jayhawks, Big 12 quarterfinals. Wow. That was, you know, a lot of different things went through my head in that first half. What does this feel like? And what did it what did that first half make you think about? <laughs> um you know how it's like and I've never hunted. I've never hunted an animal. I've I am born and raised in West Virginia. I know plenty of people that hunt for food and hunters, I've heard them say this is that when you're when you're hunting the animal you want to do a uh kill shot right like put them out of their misery don't let the animal suffer um just do it right just get it over with 
I thought about that in the first half where Kansas uh they they hunted WVU <laughs> and they got they got a kill shot, right? Like it was it was over. And it's wild because West Virginia went into halftime down big and that game before the WVU game in Kansas City TCU was down big against Texas. Almost the same amount. It's like, well, it happened once a day. Can it happen again? There was no vibe, and I didn't watch that first half of the Texas-TCU game. But I watched the WVU-Kansas game, and I just didn't see – I did not see the comeback. I I wanted a comeback. Absolutely didn't see it. Another thing I thought about in that first half, remember uh, remember on the Netflix there was a show about chess? I'm terrible at chess. Go figure, right? Uh, when I'm playing somebody, I, I had a moment. If you Did you have a moment after Queen's Gambit where you played chess? Maybe I've talked about this on the podcast. I was terrible at it. And I always found myself in a scenario where I'm trying to move a piece on the chessboard and everywhere I want to move it, the game's going to end. <laughs> and that can't be true because the computer will let you know if it's checkmate. But man, Kansas to West Virginia this season. I mean, let's think about, you know, West Virginia lost 14 games in conference. And West Virginia, to their credit, against Kansas, if you, I don't want to count the second half where they played Kansas fairly even, and the first half in the game in Lawrence where they played Kansas fairly even. I mean, they were losing, they lost every half to Kansas, I think. Kansas just had an answer. I mean, like it, they play five times. They played ten times. I don't know how West Virginia gets a win based on, like, you just you just run into bad matchups. West Virginia, not great at, at, or really good at giving up points in the paint. Kansas, they can get to the paint. Did that in abundance today. All sorts of different people. I mean, David McCormick, who... Huggins, I'm sure, and the Mountaineers feared going into this one. He only played 10 minutes. Did he score nine points in those 10 minutes? Absolutely. So if he would have played 40 minutes, would he have scored 39? Who's to say? But he only played 10 minutes. But everybody was getting to the rim. A lot of WVU guys pointing at each other. And it was early. Like, the the writing was on the wall on this one. Everybody... I mean, to really crystallize this, um, a fellow podcaster did a poll during the Texas TCU game, and she asked every one of her followers, the question was, who does Kansas want to play next? (laughs) And I told her, good question, but in a sarcastic way, because... The implication of that question is Kansas is absolutely winning against WVU. So who do they want to play, Texas or TCU? 
she was right. She knew, deep down I knew, and probably deep down everyone knew how this one was going to go, right? The other thing I thought about in that first half, unfortunately, is is when Javon Carter and Daxter Miles were freshmen, the first year of Press Virginia, where out of the blue, really good season, out of the blue, West Virginia gets somehow gets to the Sweet 16, and they get to play Kentucky, an undefeated Kentucky, and what, that West Virginia team who was who made it to the NCAA tournament and won two games in the NCAA tournament, much better than than this season's WVU team in comparison. If that team played Kentucky in 2015 10 times, uh, they would lose 10 times. <laughs> and in that game against Kentucky, Kentucky at the half was up 44 to 18. <laughs> Remember that? Such a great season. Beginning of a stretch of NCAA tournament appearances. Three out of those four seasons, West Virginia got to the Sweet 16. But that, it wasn't happening that night or any night, it felt like. (laughs) It was one of the worst halves I can remember. and, And I didn't even feel bad about it at the time because that team exceeded expectations. And I didn't feel bad about this game because um, no expectations for this game knew what was knew what WVU was up against, and what they were up against was another double-digit loss. I mean, 44-18 Kentucky versus WVU in 2015. This game, West Virginia was down 41 to 19. West Virginia scored one basket. In the first nine minutes, they had four points total about halfway through the first half. And you look at Kansas, everybody for Kansas is taller than our guys. The matchups everybody's got on Kansas has a couple of inches on WVU guys, except Dewan Harris, and he's faster than everybody. I mean, Bob Huggins, double technical, ejected 10 minutes into the game. That seems to be a thing. (laughs) Huggins doesn't get tossed a lot. It's happened in my head at least twice against Kansas for some reason. Uh, Bill Self, this game, again, with West Virginia scoring one basket in the first 10 minutes, He was going to the bench. I saw guys playing for Kansas in the first half that I don't remember getting into the game in either of the first two games. If they did, they got on late. Bill Self was already... I mean, he was treating this. And I don't know if he would answer this honestly, but he was treating this game like it was an exhibition game. Like getting ready for the season. Getting ready for the postseason. You know, let's let's keep guys fresh. We're going to play. We are definitely the mindset of Bill Self was: we're definitely playing two more games. I don't have to play David McCormick a lot. Let him sit. Don't have to play a 
Agbaji a lot. Abaji. Sorry. Uh, like he didn't have to play anybody a lot. And this was this was a rough one to watch. Um, so the comparison between between 2015 Kentucky and 2022 Kansas. I mean, Kansas is not undefeated, uh, but they're really good. Top 10 offensive team in the country. Defense isn't too shabby. I don't know how far they're going to go in the tournament, but they're going to be a tough out. I mean, they just have length. They have so much experience. Like, we've seen all these guys for a long time. We've seen Brown. We've seen Abaji. We've seen McCormick. Lightfoot. <laughs> Lightfoot. Dr. Lightfoot. Dr. Mitch Lightfoot. He was killing us today. Uh, Jalen Wilson, like all these guys are really good and it's not their first rodeo. So they're going to be a tough out in the NCAA tournament. And, you know, they, West Virginia just did not, they, I fear would never have an answer for Kansas this season. And so it wasn't a good look. It's never a good look. When the game is over, when the game is over within six minutes, like you know the game is over. And so, is this the final game of the year? Hey, college basketball fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Just that simple. If they win, you win. If the sports book isn't available in your state yet, you can still join the College Hoops action with DraftKings Pools. Everyone can play free pools all March long for a shot at a share of over $250,000 in prizes. Join a pool, answer questions like who will make it to the next round and who will hit the most three-pointers? Then track your results. Here's what you got to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 years or older, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. It's great to see WVU beat Kansas State, but let's all agree on something. I mean, we all as WVU fans can agree that it's great to see WVU win. Let's all also agree that seeing Bruce Weber's hair is a is a wondrous sight. Can we all agree on that? Is that a controversial take? I feel like in my mind, everything stopped. All things came to a halt when the ESPN camera had Bruce Weber in its sights. I mean, that man's hair is glorious. <laughs> and some of this is jealousy. It is. Like, I'm... 
you know, you wake up. I'm I'm a 42 year old man. I wake up one day and I and I have and I'm George Costanza, and that's fine, right? But as as far as a spectrum of how hair grows, I'm growing hair on one side of the spectrum, which is very little on top, and on the other side of the spectrum is my man Bruce Weber. I mean, Bruce Weber is out here with British judge hair. Like, Bruce Weber should have have the Fabio fan in front of him. So that hair, I mean, it would turn it up to 12. Like, it's already at 11. Bruce Weber's hair is at 11. To flip it up to 12, just just get a fan... Hitting that glorious head of hair. I mean, before Bruce Weber had this hair, as far as coaches in the Big 12 Conference, my my sports hate ran the deepest for Bruce Weber. And as his hair has grown, my my sports hate for Bruce Weber has declined. It's a fact. I, I can tell you this. And I would say, just running the analytics, running it through my computer, my sports hate has decreased by 35% for Bruce Weber simply because of that man's hair and what he's doing with it. It's amazing. It's amazing. And so, as amazing as his hair is, and yes, when I watched when the game ended, I did a celebratory uh, wishing Bruce Weber uh, farewell because there was a feeling that Bruce Weber, whenever his last game was this season, would be his last with Kansas State. And we found that out today, that Bruce Weber resigned from Kansas State He put up three straight losing seasons. And here's what I know. And my sports hate tells me this, is that Bruce Weber is good at coaching basketball. And I don't think that's a hot take. And you'll say, Josh, he's he's later on in in his coaching career, three straight losing seasons, is he good at coaching basketball? Let me ask you this. Is he good at growing hair? You don't have to answer that. We all know he's good at growing hair. Is he good at coaching basketball? Here's what I know based on West Virginia University's experience in the Big 12 Conference. If you are a coach, a head coach, and you coach one of the 10 teams in the Big 12 conference in men's basketball and you win one one time you win a Big 12 regular season championship you do it once and I don't care what the circumstances are if you do that one time in the Big 12 and you're not a coach a head coach at Kansas if you do that once, you can't. Then there, you're good at coaching basketball. Like that's just what it is. 
And so Bruce Weber, he did it twice. He did it once with Frank Martin's guys when Frank Martin went to South Carolina and he took the role. And 2019, the last WVU sad season before this one. Dean Wade. Bruce Weber and Dean Wade, they won the Big 12 regular season championship. Remember remember in simpler times when, when Dean Wade was running the Big 12? I mean, hey, Bruce Webb's a good coach. All those things happen. Thus, he's a good coach. I'm surprised. I'd be surprised if he's done coaching. And I'm just really turning the corner on Bruce Weber. I truly, I'm not saying this just to say it. I truly wish Bruce Weber the best in his future endeavors. Bob Huggins after the Kansas game. We've got, um, I'm going to quote this. This is not everything he said, but this is most of what he said. Quote, we've got more games to play. We'll get back at it and get ready to bring home a trophy. That's what we do. It's not going to be the one we wanted, but it's going to be a trophy is what we're bringing home. I'm not going to end quote that he he said other things. But Bob Huggins, as West Virginia finishes the season under 500 with seven seniors on the roster. And, uh, and Huggins, within that quote, he said he asked the guys if they still wanted to play, and the guys are telling him yes. And so who will take WVU? Well, we can mark out one tournament. (laughs) We can cross one tournament off the list, which is the NCAA tournament. They will not, do not sit at the edge of your couch looking for WVU to be seen in the brackets that we love. But what Huggins is saying, and he's saying it with confidence, is that they're going to play more basketball. And so when Huggins talks like that with confidence, then we have to ask ourselves this. Is West Virginia going to do another sad tournament? And I don't want to get into the sad tournament because it's like the word sad. I I think there's an acronym. It should be S-A-D. It's not those letters. It's something else. I'm saying it's sad as a fan because, and I wonder, you know, the, the players are saying, yes, they want to play. Somebody, when I said, oh, no, it's a sad, a sad tournament's coming on Twitter, somebody said, hey, 
if the kids want to play, play. And I get that. I, I'm not saying don't play, but what am I saying? It's just, you're not going to agree that it's a sad tournament? For these guys that want to continue playing and whatever game wraps up their sad tournament experience, whether it's a loss or winning the sad tournament. Like you, you come home with that trophy or that loss from a sad tournament with what? Either way, I'm asking. I genuinely don't know. Uh, maybe it'll be a great time. And I don't want them... I don't want to... Who am I to say if they play more games or not? It's not... I'm going to be watching. I love watching West Virginia University Mountaineers play basketball. So if they're playing a game, I'm watching it. I'm in. I just have... <laughs> The last sad tournament. Oh, I forgot. Grand Canyon's got purple. West Virginia in the first round of the sad tournament, the last time they played Grand Canyon. So if West Virginia gets Grand Canyon again this year, Grand Canyon's going down. Like, put, uh, if you're a betting post person, responsibly bet the farm on WVU beating Grand Canyons. Why? Because Grand Canyon has purple. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want the sad tournament? I'm not asking what the kids want. You as a fan, are you ready for another sad tournament? Interact with the show. That just means interact with me on social media. On Twitter at I'm Josh Witt. On Instagram at Unreasonable Doubt WV. On the Facebook at Unreasonable Doubt WV, or just type it in the search bar. Interact. Hello from the studio in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Doubt. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt, and this is episode 32, Kansas State Wildcats, first round of the Big 12 tournament. First round, play-in round, whatever. West Virginia wins. hey West Virginia is on a two-game winning streak two in a row and we can't say that they have been on a winning streak since early january and guess who was part of that winning streak you guessed it kansas state wildcats this winning streak two in a row both against purple teams tcu in morgantown followed by kansas state in kansas city Just based on what I'm seeing, and that's West Virginia playing teams that have purple, then unfortunately, West Virginia's next game is against a team that does not wear purple. However, in a scenario where West Virginia 
looked at the schedule after beating TCU and Kansas State. They see Furman, followed by Northwestern, followed by East Carolina, followed by Louisiana State, and then follow that up with a game against Niagara. And what I'm telling you is, regardless of how good those teams are, they're going down. Why? Purple. If West Virginia was playing Prince, uh, rest in power, and 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 the new power revolution, <laughs> and they were wearing purple, and Prince was good at basketball, they would lose to the West Virginia University Mountaineers. West Virginia beats. Kansas State, 73-67. And this one had the had all of the makings of WBU games lately. As far as really lately, it followed the pattern of West Virginia winning because they've done that twice in a row. Great time of the year to be winning games in a row in March. But it followed the same kind of things, right? West Virginia... They passed the ball well in the first half. Their offense looked pretty fluid. Built up a lead. Kansas State would come back. Speaking of good passes, that Sean McNeil pass <laughs> early in the game. Polycap with a block. McNeil has the ball in transition. And We've been watching Sean McNeil for three seasons now. We're not expecting an amazing pass from Sean McNeil with love and respect to Sean. And he does a bounce pass with English to Isaiah Cottrell for a dunk. That's that's the best pass of the season, possibly. It was amazing and so unexpected, again, with love and respect, because it was from Sean McNeil. But the offense was good. Go to the half with a four-point lead. Could have been more, but that's fine. In good shape, scoring points. And then, of course, West Virginia comes out early in the second half. Things are tightening up. Kansas State ties it up. West Virginia pulls ahead a little bit, which has not been in the script here lately. And But they build an eight-point lead. Then Kansas State comes back. It's a one-point game. And then out of nowhere, WVU puts together an 8-0 run. Getting stops on the offensive side. Taz Sherman, who struggled, hits a three. Then we get a pass out to an open Malik Curry who makes a three, and that guy did not start off the Big 12 schedule or really his WVU career very well from behind the three-point line. And he makes a big three in this game, and then West Virginia gets another stop, comes back down Gabe with a fantastic pass on a cutting Sean McNeil, West Virginia's up nine, ball game.
So with that loss to Kansas, WVU is now 0-4 versus Kansas in the Big 12 tournament. 0-4 versus Kansas in where? Kansas City. In the 2022 Big 12 tournament, West Virginia started it with who? Kansas State. Where? Kansas City. West Virginia beats Kansas State. Who do they get next? Kansas. Where are the games at? Kansas City. I hope you're sitting down. Because, like, all that's true. And also, Kansas City... Not in Kansas. It's not. I looked. I looked on Google Maps. Kansas City is in Missouri. So the Big 12 plays their conference tournament every year in a state that has wink, wink, zero universities represented in that state. So it's obviously an unbiased place for the the Big 12 tournament. Yes, two schools have Kansas in their name. But it's not home court advantage for Kansas or Kansas State. Why? Because it's in Missouri. Which is a, you know, Kansas-Missouri, that's a heated rivalry, right? One could argue that it's the worst place for a Kansas team to play conference tournament games. You ask a Kansas fan, what's the one state you don't want to play in? And they'll tell you, Missouri. Follow-up, what if it's Kansas City? In my head... Kansas fan, Kansas State fan will be like, no, nah, I don't care. I don't even care if Kansas is in the name. It's a pass for me. So it makes that more impressive that in a state where Kansas does not want to be, they do so well in Kansas City. <laughs> so the next episode is going to be Bracket Talk. And Bracket Talk, unfortunately, breaking down brackets is not going to have WVU in them. However, TBD on future episodes this season, again, Huggins quotes, lead me to believe that they are not done this season and they will be in a, in a acronym tournament. I don't think the NIT has ever invited a team with a losing record. But it's 2022. Anything's possible, right? That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Thank you for listening. For those of you that joined me on the YouTube live watch for the Basketball Podcast Network, sincere thank you. That was fun. There's so much talking. Extreme amount of talking. 
but I really enjoyed it for everybody that participated. Uh, put comments in the chat. Did not put comments in the chat. Uh, watch it after the fact if you're an insane person. All those people, thank you. And so that's it for the season. It doesn't, uh, I don't know. I don't guess so. But until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt and WVU for the 2021-2022 season. They have 16 wins and 17 losses.